Listener supported. WNYC Studios. WNYC would like to issue the following disclaimer. Duplicast is not an Orphan Black recap podcast. It is an Orphan Black podcast and it does contain recaps, but also very silly things. There may or may not be spoilers, but you already knew that. Duplicast is hosted by two women from another dimension who are clones. That's it. Thank you for listening and please enjoy. Hello, I'm Hannah Bingham. And I'm Emma Drexler. Woo! Hot dogs, New York. Pizza. The Queen. Pork pie. This is the Duplicast. Get in the Clone Zone now. But seriously, get in the Clone Zone. Clone Zone. Clone Zone. That was really great, wasn't it? Yes, I Thank do you. love doing that. I love impersonating Hannah. She loves impersonating me, and we impersonate like five or six of our clones all the time. Oh yes, uh, you know it's it's one of those skills that all of us clones just innately have that we're able to very fluidly impersonate our fellow sister clones. It's seamless. Mm-hmm. Today on the show, we will discuss episode two, season three of Orphan Black. Ugh, Paul is back, isn't he? You have your orders. Clean up and clear out. You're going back to base. Ooh, yes he is. Back with a vengeance. Uh, lots of clone-on-clone action. Especially male clone-on-clone action. Yeah, the Caster twins get into it. It's weird. This is Seth. Listen, guys, this is not what I signed up for. We're brothers. We're about to share. It's creepy. Elena is in a desert somewhere, being waterboarded. And we're also going to be talking to our very special guest today, Mark Twine, who is Emma's monitor, isn't that right, Emma? Yep, uh, we've known each other since high school, and we're still friends. I want to make sure that she's in charge. Sometimes I think she monitors me. That's great. Do you soon have friendship till the bitter end ship? I mean, a friend is a friend, isn't it? Even if they're not really a friend. Exactly. I always say. You know, we clones can't be choosy. No, we really can't, because a lot of people think we are huge freaks. Today on the show, we're very excited to discuss Episode 2, Season 3 of Orphan Black. A lot of stuff happening. The Caster twins have an uh, unconsensual three-way. Very rapey episode. It is. The male clones are definitely a bit balmy, aren't they? Mm. I mean, they seem to be glitchy. We get we get the impression in this episode that their brains start to go after a while. No. No. No! Yeah, I mean, in the show, the female clones get ovarian cancer, I guess, and... Uh, the males go bonkers. Yeah, but in, in real life, clones don't glitch, do we? Oh, no, no, we don't. We don't glitch, do we? Oh, no, no, we don't. We don't glitch, do we? Oh, no, no, we don't. Anyway, so Art shows back up investigating this weird Caster Twins assault. I thought he was on leave, but I guess he's reinstated. You know, Art is a good cop. You know, he he puts his job first and everything else second. We don't actually... What else is there to put second, though? 
He 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 doesn't have a love life. He doesn't seem he, to have a family. No friends. Nope. He sacrificed all of those things to be good at his job. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he just doesn't have anything to sacrifice. Well, I've never seen him happy. Oh, but you don't have to be happy. Happiness is relative, isn't it? Oh, it's a sad life as a clone. Alison's drug dealing now, which is very exciting. She's either drug dealing or using a client list to blackmail her local community. She has a dead body in in a garage. I mean, how could that not backfire? Blackmailing her community. Well, especially since they're supposed to be being inconspicuous. She's not very good at that. Quite the opposite. She's on stage all the time, getting drunk and falling over. But on the but plus side, fun. yeah. But on the plus side, we get to see how hilarious Donnie is because he is hilarious when he is acting tough. Don't doubt our stones. We have ample stones. He is very, very funny, and I have to say, I think Donnie is the the most accurate portrayal of a monitor in the show. A bumbling idiot. Like, yeah, he's just like a nice guy who does medical tests on his wife occasionally for money. But he didn't know. He didn't know. He didn't know he I was a monitor. I think he knew a little bit. I think we need to talk to your monitor about this. Oh, is is he here? I think so, yes. Oh, uh, everybody please meet Mark Twine, my, my longtime friend and monitor. Hi. Hi, Mark. Hi, how are you? Oh, I'm very well. How are you? Uh, you know, I'm doing fine. Yeah. So you two met in high school, is that right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I used to cheat off his history quiz. Yep, yep. She sat uh, just to the left of me in history class, and uh, you, you remember know. that I sat to your left? Ah, uh, you know, I, I got, I, I had to monitor you, so you know, I had to make sure you were always to the left. Well, Mark, me. Mark was always an exceptional student. Probably why he was tapped so early as a monitor. Very yeah. responsible, very loyal, very thorough. Yep. Just like an all-round nice guy. Mark is a very great monitor. I don't even know when I'm being monitored, to be honest. You know, we, we get a couple of beers, a pizza. I know monitoring happened. <laughs> I don't know when or where. That's great. Because, I, you know, I've certainly had a couple of monitors that I felt were very invasive. Like, they just show up to my house when mm-hmm. we hadn't agreed on it. Or, like, you know, give me medical tests on a day that I actually, like, I had something in the morning and they didn't even ask me. Yeah. But I had, like, a very disrupted night because they came in the middle of the night and did extensive tests on me. Yeah, and we talked but, about, like, that time that they ruined, like, our, our clothing. I mean, yeah, Mark did that once by accident, but he replaced it. It was great. It was dry, clean, pressed. It was awesome. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Mark, you are fantastic. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's something that I don't take lightly, you know. I, I want to make sure that she's taken care of. You know, as a monitor, I want to make sure that, um, you know, that she sees the best side of, of me. And, you know, wants to hang out with me just as much. It's easier to monitor if, if, you know, we're having a good time. Yeah, Mark is very attentive. Yeah, I just I just want to make sure that, uh, you know, she feels you know, taken care of, you know? Oh, that's great. Um, yeah, because, you know, it's it, it can be sometimes like a little bit of a threatening relationship, the clone and, and the monitor, I think, just because there's a lot of trust involved. Not with us. Mark mm-hmm. is at my beck and call sometimes. It's 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 flattering. I, I know exactly what she wants for lunch every day and exactly what she wants for dinner every day. And what exactly. do I want for lunch today? Well, today, oh, you very clearly want an egg salad on rye with a little bit of lettuce and a tomato on top with some paprika on it. How did you know? Uh, you know, I look at your diary. I read I read your mind. I figure I can read everything. You read you. my mind. Yeah, I, I mean, you, it's like you read my mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
It's wow, not that, that you would so hook me sweet. up to a machine while I sleep to uh, read my brainwaves or anything like that, right? Is that even possible? Let's not get into that right yet. But, you know, I do think that if I did have that, it would make it easier. But I know what she wants for dinner. What do I want for dinner? You want some salmon tartare on top of little crispy crackers with some capers in it. And you want a side of pasta, a penne with a pesto sauce on it. I have very fancy tastes. Uh Uh-huh. And I'm willing to oblige to those tastes. Wow, Mark, I feel like I want to steal you as a monitor. I mean, what incredible service. I I would love some salmon tartare on crispy crackers. Yeah, maybe we can switch monitors sometime. No, I don't don't like that idea. That's not a, that's not a, it's not, I want to stay where I am. Oh, but it's not so different. I mean, we're clones. Yeah, we it's very common to, to, you know, like a wife swap sort of deal with monitors. It's very new agey. I, I don't really feel like I'm really into that. I, I feel like the monitors, the situation we got going on is pretty good. It's pretty good. You know, we're having a good time, you I, know. I love hanging out with Mark. He took me to uh, the Empire State Building, mm-hmm. my favorite place. Like, I, like I've told you, he took me to 30 Rock, my other favorite place. Just any tall building in New York City, uh, if you take me there, I, <laughs> I'm very happy. Um, yeah, that's fantastic. And just to make sure that the audience knows, obviously you two aren't dating and you would never date because that is very illegal for a clone and monitor to ever. Well, I mean, you can get special permission, but we, we would never... I mean, never is a harsh word. As of now, yeah, sure, we we haven't. Cause we're I, I we're the it. best of friends, and uh, that's how it's always going to be, I hope. Yeah, well, we we can all hope. Uh, it, but I'm not going to say anything, you know. I, I We're just great friends. We're very <laughs> good friends. Do you remember that time when I woke up in full makeup? How did that happen? Was that some sort of, like, Revlon experiment that they did? Uh huh. There was a Revlon experiment. I hired uh, people from Revlon uh, to put makeup on you to uh, test the makeup for human consumption, right? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, uh, that that's very considerate. <laughs> so, Mark, I, I was thinking maybe Mark, you would like to show um, the audience a couple of the the verbal tests that monitors often uh, give to clones, just so that they understand just the kind of day to day testing that we experience. Sure, sure. Yeah. So why don't I just give you a give you one of a, a, kind of a, a test right now? See how that works. Huh? Um, I'm all for it. All Let's right. Go. All right. Here we go. All doctors are rich, mm-hmm. but all rich people are not doctors. Okay. Now, would you ever consider dating me? Um. Uh, I'm uh, I'm not sure if that. Hmm? Uh, I think you might have mixed up some. Uh, of no, the that's logic a standard. Questions. That's a standard question. It's a standard question mm-hmm. that I've been thinking about for a long time. So let me let me repeat it. So it's a yes or no question. Uh, yes, it is. Okay. Yeah, uh, all doctors. Which is strange for this sort of setup. Sure, sure. Okay, well, maybe you know, maybe I maybe I didn't word it correctly. Let me try it again. Let me just okay. try it one more time. Uh, so all doctors mm-hmm. are rich. Mm-hmm. All rich people are not doctors. Okay. Wait. Honest, so mm-hmm. no, no rich people are doctors. Wait. No, all doctors are, are rich. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So all rich people are doctors. Wait. No. 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 Okay, see, that's that's a common mistake that I just saw. Okay, all rich people. I I, I made a mistake. You know, I, I'm I'm human. Okay, let's take it. Mm-hmm. All doctors are rich, mm-hmm. right? Now, 
But not all rich people are doctors. So yes. on a scale of one to ten, how attracted are you to me? Not all rich people are doctors. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Hannah just answered the question. Oh, that well, that was sure. Okay, yeah, that that's that. I would say that's an eight, probably an eight attractedness, right? Is that what the, is that what kind of what we all we all agreed on? Can we do the next question? Sure, sure, sure. Okay, here you go. Here, here's one. Okay, all turtles can swim, but not all swimming creatures. Are turtles? Mm-hmm. Do you remember the time that we had that fun date? All of our dates are fun. <laughs> sure, I mean, but the uh, one at the pizza place we went to we went to go eat pizza and and you laughed and I said this really cute funny thing and and we were all like oh yeah this is great. Uh, all turtles. I feel very um, uncomfortable. Oh sorry. Oh no, it's just a standard logic. It's just a standard test. It's just a, we're just having a good time. I've you know? never had these questions from my monitor. Well, what kind of what, questions do you normally what's get? What's wrong with these questions? Um, well, the questions that I normally have are things like, if uh, all cars are blue uh-huh. and I am in a car, what color is the car? Blue. Sure. Yeah. I, well, I like to, I like to go take it one step beyond. Uh, it, but it's just a, it's just a thing because you know, Em and I we, we we grew up together. We know each other really well. So I like to make sure that the glitch is a little deeper. You know, <laughs> the, the the test goes a little deeper. Uh, wow, hmm. uh, that's really going above and beyond, Emma. Yeah, I think he fancies you. Is that British speak for is a monitor of mine? No. I, I just want to let you know. Um, I, I I overheard. I'm, I'm my face is right up next to Emma's, and I definitely heard what was happening. Uh, I think he wants to snog you, Emma. He wants to hit me. Kissy. Snow, snog. Yeah, we're just friends. That's it's a thing, you know. We're 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 just we're just good friends. We're just very good friends. Uh, I I could have gone. You know, I I I we went to college together. We we worked together. <laughs> do we, you remember? Um, do you remember when we went to a uh, community? college because you you rejected Yale um, uh-huh. to, to stay as my monitor um, and I woke up and there were, were uh, like uh, there was eggs benedict uh-huh. <laughs> by my by my bed yep, that was, um, yeah. and, and champagne I it, I thought that was really funny it was a great prank yeah it was a great it was a great prank I spent a lot of time looking up the right recipes for that prank and making sure that the champagne was top quality Emma I think I think that you need to get another monitor. Why? And Mark, I think that you need to move on because she's just not that into you. No, come on. You're just friends. uh, Yeah, we are. That's all we are. We're very good friends, but maybe one day we won't be, you know. Maybe one day we won't be. I I think Uh, it's like a professional relationship, if anything. Well, yeah. I mean, look, we're we're never going to... We're never going to cross over any of the, the, the... you know the the CR laws. You know the the clone resources. The clone resources. Yeah. Yeah. The, we uh, we got a very good CR department, so I wouldn't really want to cross those boundaries at all. But you know, maybe things lead to things, and if it's a mutual thing, you know, who knows? You know. Um. So uh, thank you, uh, Mark, thank you. for being Mark. our guest today. It was sure. a really eye-opening interview. Cool. And hey, if you you should maybe check out Tinder or OkCupid. Mm-hmm. Christian Mingle and yeah. Hannah. Maybe next time, don't don't butt in to things so much. Right? Sorry. No, I'm sorry. I I'm just you assuming know, I'm, that I'm just looking um, after you as a sister. Yeah. Sister no, it's it's for the best. But 
who knows? You know, I mean, maybe I was interested too, and now you've ruined it. What? Oh, no. She's right, Mark. It's, we can't ever be together. Well, thank you for listening to Duplicast, the only clone-run Orphan Black podcast recap. Uh, I'm very sorry. And I'm Emma Drexler. of Duplicast was written and performed by Anna Rubinova and Siobhan Thompson with special guest Drew Johnston. It was produced by Jen Poyant, Caitlin Thompson, and Paula Schumann with production help from Ethan Scheel. Our musical theme was composed by Jay Cowett in coordination with his Prisons Work Release Program. 